feel so lucky. Well, hey there, San Francisco. Thank you, Carl. Uh, first time I listened to that song, I didn't notice the publicity plug in there. Uh, hi, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. I prefer Mike over Michael. Mike sounds more anonymous, like I'm just somebody. Well, I am your friend here for the next uh, hour and a half, two hours. Uh, we are going, the premise of this podcast, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Uh, is our new website and we're on iTunes and we have a Facebook group and uh, we meet under the alley so let's go ahead and start our movie today Uh, I'm very excited to bring up this movie it is called Coming At You and if I could figure out uh, Safari which I'm not very familiar with hang on a second I gotta rewrite this alright there we go hang on a sec so go ahead and type in in YouTube the title of the movie is Coming At You, and coming is spelled with an apostrophe, and there's no G. And Ya is not spelled Y-O-U, it's spelled Y-A, and there actually is an exclamation point, but never put that in the search. Anyway, the reason I bring this up, there's going to see two versions. The first version you'll see is from a person named Hate Illuminations. I'm nearsighted. Don't, don't click that one. Go ahead, scroll down. You'll see uh, a full-length version, 127, one hour, 27 minutes, and that is from Viper Move 13. We want that version because that version does not ask for your age. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, let's click on that one. I'm going to pause it. There's no ads on this one. Oh, hang on a sec. All right. Uh, got to plug something in. There's no subtitles either, so... Hi, how are you? I have to listen to this on the speakers. So, all right, you guys got it? Let's go ahead and click it in three, two, one. All right, there's some very blurry, weird. (coughs) So, uh, hello, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm very excited to watch this movie, which I knew about back in 1981 when it came out. It's called Coming At You, and it is a historical film it's also a spaghetti western. It came out in 1981, and it's a spaghetti western. Can you imagine? Uh, is there a horse valet? Ooh, God, that's so loud. Oh, I hope this is not a hateful eight. Mini hat o- hats off. This was the first 3D movie. Whoa! See, like that boot one right at me. 
of the 80s. Look out, coming at you. It's coming. Holy fucking shit balls. It's coming right at me. Oh, thank God it's just an illusion. What better way to waste an hour and a half than to watch a 3D movie on YouTube? Well, no, listen to a podcast of uh, Mike Spiegelman watching a movie. This is live. If you're listening to us on Mutiny Radio FM, as you should, every Sunday, 2 to 4, Pacific Standard Time, you can call me right now. If you're watching a movie, why don't you riff with me? 415-550-0511. That is the phony, phony, phony number. Right now, there's a snake in 3D tripping balls. I took a lot of acid before this. It's the only way to watch a 3D movie. So this snake is in 3D. So this movie came out in 1981. And it was so successful that a whole wave of 3D movies hit the early 80s. Perhaps you are aware of Friday the 13th, 3D. Or Jaws, 3D. Uh, Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. This was the first one that really kicked it off. And it's actually, the reason why I picked it, it's a prolific director, uh, Ferdinando Baldi. And he's made about 34 movies, according to our friends at IMDb. And he makes spaghetti westerns during the 60s and 70s. So this is, whoa, look out for those coffee beans. Holy shit. They broke four cameras doing this. This is the old 3D, by the way. The green and the red. So they would give you glasses instead of being everyone looking like Colin Firth in their little polarizing things. They all look like uh, the third guy that Biff hung out with from Back to the Future with the 3D glasses. So 3D was popular originally in 1953. And don't forget, and millennials understand this, the 80s was dominated by the previous generation's uh, culture. So the 80s always was all about the 50s. So when they had a movie in 3D, and whoa, <laughs> I was just going to say, whoa, that's my whole riff tonight. Anyway, so it was a certain nostalgia for the 50s in the 80s and early 80s. And 1953 was when 3D really broke out. And it was an antidote to watching television. You'd go out and you would see a Buona Devil pop out at you and you'd go, whoa, I can't watch that on the TV. So when it came out, this movie, it was sort of driven by Remember 3D movies from the 50s. But what's crazy about this movie, as you can see, it's a 1960s spaghetti western war, and it's one that was shot in 1981. Look out, here comes the whole world. Atlas would be proud. Oh, it wasn't the world, it was a watermelon. God, what a trope, right? Horses eating watermelons in westerns? That is way up there, trope-wise. <laughs> that horse. Do horses eat watermelon? I, I just learned something. Man, there's so much writing on the horse's shoes. I mean, one horse was tattooed for the making of this movie. I mean, it's all in English. This was shot in uh, Spain. Uh, there's the cow. Oh, he's got a gun pointing right at me, and it just came at me. Came at, at ma. What's the pronoun? There's ya, ma, wa, <laughs> da. Oh, they go. So I don't get westerns. I haven't seen. It's so weird. Like 1981. Even if you're not nostalgic for the 50s, you would still be like, "Oh, I want to see a, a 3D western." And and you go and it's like a fucking spaghetti western. I mean, I don't. I never. Give me a call. 
And I haven't, I just don't know of any other spaghetti westerns that came out theatrically in the United States in 1981. I mean, what was the last real theatrically released uh, movie? Bring Me the Head? I don't know the rest of the title, but uh, you know what I mean. Sam Peckinpah made a bunch of crazy films in the 70s, but 81? Once Upon a Time in the West? Gangster movie? Oh, it's bitter for me to watch this wedding reception because I was not invited. Yet they posted pictures on Facebook. Everybody liked it. Oh, she's putting the rings on him. <laughs> All right, so who's going to get murdered in this movie? I think, though, the wife, the bride gets abducted. And this guy is Mario. And he's going to go save her from the castle. He looks like Ron Jeremy. I don't know if that's a compliment. He kisses like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> they must have spent all the money on the 3D for this film. Oh. It's nice to see blood squirts that are not CGI'd. They just shot The Priest, by the way. Movie not politically correct. Oh, there goes the bride. Now I would immediately run to Sears and try to read <laughs> the, the gift. Sorry for your loss, but I want my uh, the money back from the rolling pin I got you guys. You're not even going to use a rolling pin. Why would you put that in your registry? Uh, these guys, I'm going to take it as two bad dudes. We got some good music. I dug around about the director. I mean, he made... A lot of movies. And in the 80s, this came out in 81, he followed this up with another 3D movie, which is on YouTube, and it looks just batshit insane, to be honest with you. And it's about collecting gems and Indiana Jones and Colts and stuff like that. But I wanted to stick with this movie. There's a lot of bad movies out there that you read about constantly, you know, or you see them in the trivia, or you know them because, you know, this happens to be the first 3D movie of the 80s, and this is what caused the 80s... 3D boom but I never really sat through it but then again I really did want to sit through a movie where two guys stick their hands towards the camera in slow motion while some cheesy music plays oh they're picking up the bride it's okay you can come with me we just shot the groom this is like the state of pornography of the 21st century right here oh some color tricks this one must have looked great in 3D. <laughs> He's screaming to the camera, his hands out. <laughs> it's like silent movie directing, 3D movie directing. Okay, yeah, I want you to overemphasize your hand towards the camera and go. All right, so they left the groom lying on the floor. There was no one else at the, at the wedding. So it's kind of a mixed bag that two people showed up. And of course, he has a little pocket watch with a picture of his loved one. God forbid there should be a Spaghetti Western without a stopwatch uh, there. Here, lock the chain. Lock the chain. Alright, there is uh, Blinky McGee. He is totally... He must have got something stuck in his eye with a shot. No food in the studio. Uh... Our special guest is coming in. Our special guest, the late Robin Williams. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. 
All right, so you missed the movie. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. Here, so you got mic two. I'll, I'll, I'll amp that up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to uh, bring on your special co-host here at our live production. Ira, good to have you here. Nice to be here. How do you pronounce your last name? I don't even bother to look. I don't bother. All right. Uh, well, can you give your Twitter handle? Twitter handle is perfect underscore timing. All right. Oh, because be what is the most important thing in comedy? <sighs> what is the most important thing in comedy? Uh, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait for it. What is the most important? Wait, timing. Time. That, that, that is true. It. It's timing. All right, so this movie is in 3D. This is the first 3D movie of the 80s, and it's a spaghetti, actual spaghetti western shot in, and released in 81. And this is Spain. So what was the last spaghetti western you saw uh, advertised in the theaters? God, uh, spaghetti western advertised. Uh... I don't know. I'm I'm not as old as you are. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, how about do you remember that when this movie came out in 1981? Uh, I was nine. Um, so no, I don't really remember any of that. Oh, I was uh, a lot of drugs in my. Uh, when you were back in your know, single when I was digits. Nine, yeah. Exactly. I was taking the Drew Barrymore route. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. as you do. Yeah, I see. That it worked out for her though. Oh well, it worked out for her. Sure. So this movie came out theatrically, released in 1981, and it's a spaghetti western, and uh, it, was, it was a big hit in America because it was in 3D, and uh, so we were watching it. So you just missed the bride got kidnapped. Where is that horse valet? Uh, bride just the valet. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean like you park, you show up, and a valet oh, right. comes, yeah, takes your horse. Of course. Kind of I, I, I try not to use those because I never carry any you know silver dollars to tip them with. This is New Jersey, which looks really strange. So it looks a lot like Spain. Well, you know, parts of New Jersey can look like anywhere. 3D, <coughs> this 3D doesn't seem to be working though. I don't know. I feel, really feel the dust in my eyes. Just put on my my 3D glasses here, and and well, I had to take my real glasses off, so now I can't see anything. Did it work now? No, no. There's a lot of graves. Like, the gravestones are in the road. Hmm. Yeah. At least, like, plan better. Yeah, someone who never played SimCity would know not to put the gravestones outside there. <laughs> so he's going in the stable or the house with his horse? Is it a stable? Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a ride through. Um, yeah. Well, well I, before you shut up, I've already made six mini haberdashery uh, jokes. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll drop those then. Yeah. You know, there, there's so little speaking in this. I'm almost wondering if this is Pedro Almodovar, but I'm thinking probably not. Yeah, there'd be a lot of speaking in this. <laughs> There'd at least be a woman in it if it was Pedro Almodovar. Not yet, though. Not yet. Too early. Donkey Kong uh, kidnapped the bride mm. and has her on top of the uh, platform. That happens to me a lot. There's a bagpipe player in the closet. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, the, the gun's coming at me. <laughs> the, the, the masturbating bagpipe player is <laughs> always a, a running theme in these films. Should be. I was just waiting for a train. I mean, actually, I don't know why I'm here. Uh, that really looks like it's coming at you, Floor. <laughs> He's looking for something, I guess. 
You see it all right? Is it blobby for you? Uh, it's a little better. Bigger, bigger is better. We set it to 3D. Now it's a much better. Oh yeah, it's uh. He's holding the box, or is the box holding him? Oh, I see. The 3D ballerina would look really cool in 3D. I don't think I'll this never. Is that deep. So he's <laughs> he's clearly Scott. That's what we're trying to get across here. We should have dubbed him Scott. <laughs> That's what an Italian actor sounds like when he's trying to be Scott. This director made a couple made a film in North Korea in the eighties, uh, like a lot of uh, just a damn soldier and war bus, mm. and he made a bunch of scary westerns. He made a film called Adios Texas. Which I dug up. It's uh, sampled by Gnarls Barkley and Crazy. Nice. Uh, and you know, he, you're not anyone until you've been sampled by Gnarls Barkley. Yeah, two people can say, uh, admit to that. And also he directed uh, a Django movie. Django, Bring Me a Coffin or some crap like that. Viva Django. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like a Django movie where you just watch blocks fall down. <laughs> Django. Don't, don't move, everyone. Hold still. Very still. See, it's really easy to beat up a guy in a box. Well, yeah. Oh, this water's coming at me. Coming at us. <laughs> ah, ah. ah. You know, watching a 3D movie in YouTube, the, the banner is really, ad, ad banner is really coming at me, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, some cocaine. This must be an 80s film. <laughs> we're going to do the shoot in three minutes. Oh, we're actually shooting. <laughs> It's nice to line up your ladies and get the coke going. Well, yeah, you know. She's a coke car. <laughs> hey, hey, take it. Hey, that double dip. Hey, hey, everyone gets a sip. <laughs> Is there enough for everyone? Oh, I thought that was coke. <laughs> You and think everything is coke. Well, we're only 15 minutes into the movie. We're actually at the 15-minute mark here. So if you're watching along. So so much has happened. Oh, did I mention I have a blog spot website for this place? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Could you have made that a somewhat longer phrase? I was going to put with Mike Spiegelman on it, uh, but I don't know if people <laughs> could spell Spiegelman. <laughs> and that's not really the point. Right. Oh, this is a scumman. He terrorized them, and now they're going to meet in the park. Kind of, what type of 3D is this? Uh, it's, it's 2D, 3D. So the 90s had, like, a, a little revival, too, of 3D movies. They, uh, the... You had, you had Jaws 3? Well, Jaws 3D was 83. Amityville Horror 3? That was, uh, 83 as well. Yeah. Friday yeah. 13th 3D. Yeah. Uh... But in the 90s, oh, they, the were 90s. they were showing porn movies in 3D at, at the local revival house at midnight. Oh, like, I remember uh, they were doing that in Berkeley, too, over at the uh, Act 1-2. So would you see a 3D oh. porn movie at a revival house, or would you prefer to see it at a regular porn theater? Um, I don't know. I think I'd prefer to see it in the comfort of my own home. In 3D, though? Uh, well, we're talking porn. Uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so you get, I would get a 3D television. You, do you think you will own a 3D television in five years? Because uh, Drive Angry is a really good movie. I'd like to see that again. But <laughs> <laughs> 3D. I should mention Ira and I are part of the Bad Movie Night uh, crew uh, who have been uh, riffing on movies weekly Sunday for 10 years. It's, it ended last year. 
uh, we're back as the movie roast at the Roxy, and uh, it's kind of run by uh, Cheryl Lynn Connolly and Jim uh, Jim Forniatis. Forniatis. Dimitrios Forniatis. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and we, uh, Ira and I, and a, a whole bunch of everyone get to go and heckle movies uh, with the, with the riffing. And we did uh, last time we met up, we did a documentary. That was rough. That was really rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were kind of forced into that. At the Roxy, we yeah. riffed a documentary. I, I did my best shot. It was it was not easy. There were not a lot of openings. Yeah, here there's tons of opening. Feel free to riff. <laughs> so you got all the horrors like. Maybe it wasn't coke. Look at them sweating and hanging out. Maybe they drank uh, some V8. Mm, or Pepsi even. It's room I mean, temperature you know, it's V8. A, yeah, it was a Pepsi. Oh, wow. Realistic bat. Oh, it's no, 3D. I hope it doesn't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Batman. I'm hey, Batman. I'm Batman. Just came to check you out, ladies. Batman, uh, where were you? I went to a bordello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really vital to the plot here, but I want you to know I am here. Oh, ah, I'm... scream. Uh, it's a bat. It must be a test of strings. Batman's a pervert. Bat perv. Really? I mean, Batman shows up at a bordello flying around. Give me a fucking break. Just goes to show you never know when to expect the Batman. Here comes Batman's family. Is it like Batman Inc.? There's a whole world of Batman's uh, business. I wouldn't know. I'm not that much of a geek. You don't read comic books? Whoa! Not anymore. I, I, you know, I, I passed the age of 19. Well, at 19, you know. let's see. And <laughs> if you were uh, four when this movie came out, or eight, or whatever. Nine. Nine. I think I was like 12, 11. Hmm. I remember the movie poster. This is one of those movie poster movies where the movie poster... So much better than the movie. <laughs> Although watching these women get attacked by bats on strings for two minutes has really changed my perspective. Look out! It's not over yet. I mean, we we still got a lot more bats on strings here. Wow, I can't believe she died because a bunch of rubber bats came running. <laughs> they really are the second one to fall. Oh, no. Mm. How can bats on strings kill ladies? Uh, well, oh. really, as you know, bats on strings, what else are they going to do? I mean, they're oh, on strings. Okay, this bat... <laughs> I'm going to take it. It's going to come at me. Again and again <laughs> and again. Oh, that's a nice Sierra. Oh, no, that's a bat. <laughs> the, the women are just falling off the staircase. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of succumbing to gravity here. This is, by the way, the triangle uh, factory story. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the shirtwaist. Uh, yeah. yeah, the big fire back then. So they're going to start a union after this. Speaking of union, is this guy in the uh, Civil War or what? Yeah. Sally Field's going to get up on a table and hold a sign. <laughs> and there's Silkwood, too. Let's mm. bring everyone, bring them all out. Yeah, get them all in Let's here. Let's have a fighting game like Norma Ray all and the, Silkwood versus all the, Silkwood. All the strong women characters based on true characters in film. Yeah, right. Aaron Brockovich it would be a very versus film. Norma Ray. Are you ready? Fight. <laughs> Street Fighter, sorry. Fatality. <laughs> Bubatality. Chictality. Was it sexist for them to have a chictality? Uh, I think using that particular term probably would be. All right. Well, just, I, you know, just saying. I made it up. I was going to offer it to them, but I don't think they should use it. Oh, here's the guy that stole the bride. 
20 minutes ago. Ah. They're back. And yet, yet they seem somewhat brideless. She's in a castle. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Mary. She's in another castle. <laughs> why don't you just throw them off the stairs? They seem very fragile <laughs> for that. You know, Mario saves toads in, in the first seven castles of Super Mario Brothers, but he's like, fuck you guys. I thought you were fucking Peach. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 here's your liberty. But fuck, man, why don't you just be upfront about it? <laughs> Mario, it's practice. Now you know, you, now you can do the cast fuck this shit. <laughs> I need practice. I'm a plumber. <coughs> <coughs> Yes, I did not grow up with Nintendo, sadly, so I'm missing most of these references. Well, let me just alter the references for you. <laughs> I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm running so fast. I'm flipping around. Oh, wait, were you in a television? Actually, I had an Atari 2600, and then I graduated almost immediately to a Commodore 64. I had a Commodore 64. Mm. They had a lot of good bad movie games. They had a Ghostbusters game. They had a, That's true. That was uh, actually a pretty good one, though. Frankie, was, yeah. Frankie, you ever played uh, Frankie, Goes Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That was a good one. That was a, it was a, a kid's game based on a pornographic song, which is insane. Well, I, whoa, I, whoa, that is not. Which, oh that's my God. so wrong. Okay, so if you do watch this movie, 22 <laughs> minutes into it, they just showed a close-up of a... Gr- <laughs> I, uh, I apparently, even... we're going to help out the pedophiles now. <laughs> oh, God, that was so wrong. Uh, we, it was like there's a naked baby being bathed, <laughs> and we just saw the ass... <laughs> Uh, and coming at us uh, Coming at us In 3D and everything We saw everything <laughs> Oh dear I wow, mean that is, I'm uh, watching this on YouTube Which is owned by Google Contact them <laughs> We should report this movie What do you think? I should check out the uh, The IMD Parents Guide thing Which is typically written by perverts To find the best parts of movies Oh so there's a guide directly to As yes. a parent I want to know <laughs> if, you, if you've never read the IMDB Parents Guide For any film <laughs> It basically tells you the best bots To jump into the film To find the best bits It's it's really great And, and it's written by these Like you know Ultra Christians Oh right So you know they know What they're talking about Well there are online guides That will tell you like Will the dog die Or will there be so? When should I take my kid out To go pee You mm. know So I'll have to go Come on let's go And then my kid be like Why Because he's going to die we, I don't want you to see it <laughs> He's going to die Yeah two minutes So let's go take a piss Go to the bathroom to cry And from then on They just would go to the bathroom Every time they needed to cry And, and you've ruined their childhood This guy's a little presumptuous With the well Hmm So this must be uh, Wyoming. Sure. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I was thinking more like, uh, I don't know, Delaware, but, you know. Naked baby again. Why don't you wave the naked baby's butt and... Mm-hmm. That was an absolute naked baby. Oh, bad touch. Bad touch. Oh, I touch a baby. A sound effects of a baby crying, please. Um, hmm. Huh. He just stuck this, some uh, coin in the guy's mouth like it's a jukebox. <laughs> so now he should start singing, really. I'll be your umbrella, Ella. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that drunk look. I know I was looking for wild turkey, but that's not exactly what I had in mind. 
Hi, I'm Jack Daniels. Oh, that's not what I wanted either. <laughs> caw, caw. Don't tell me you're Jim Crow, are you? Caw. Oh, I think now we're, we're, we're discovering what it is he's paid for. Oh, it's another bordello or the same bordello? Uh, this is more like a do-it-yourself-at-home bordello. Oh, uh, Airbnb-dello? Yeah, it's an Airbnb. <laughs> air, air, air bordello and, and, and D. Oh, we got some titty on this movie. And side boob, side boob, really. Yeah, they want to be tasteful after showing a baby. <laughs> Baby's rectum in our face. <laughs> <laughs> rectum nearly killed him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you know, the baby made some bad choices. You can tell from her tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, was... now what should be coming at us right now probably won't be because I don't think this is R-rated. Well, no, I think it's... Uh... So this would be PG-13? I think so, yeah. Side boobs? Side boobs. Side boob only. No, 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 uh, no significant nipplage. By, by side boob, though, you're, you're talking about not like wearing a dress and, you, you know, you're a guy who has to stare. But you see not have a shirt. We're, we're talking very delicate camera angles. We're talking, you know, things set up with protractors. Speaking of delicate, this guy is very smooth. <laughs> oh, I guess yeah. he's not charging by the hour. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh. Ew. Uh, Bad kiss. Yes. Jim Crow disapproves. Let's go to the crowbar. Lord. Gobble, gobble. That sounds like my phone. Uh, hmm. Don't know. <sighs> Stuff's coming at me. M- Wait, what happened? What did I miss? I blinked. I, I, I don't know. I think he said something like music, and then suddenly people are falling from like the stairs because apparently falling down the stairs is a big thing to happen in a 3D movie. All right. I just got an email regarding BronyCon. Regarding what? Yeah. BronyCon. BronyCon. Bro- oh, BronyCon. BronyCon. No, oh, the I, other I, kind, the original BronyCon. I think I think I know who who that email is from then. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so uh, we are watching this from a monitor, and I don't know, you're probably watching this any way you want. So a lot of times these people look like amorphous blobs to me just from the angle of the monitor, and I don't feel like doing crap about it. Well, someone did just take a guitar to the head, but it didn't really come at us. El Mariachi. Let's watch El Mariachi. (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) I saw the third one uh, at the Regency. I liked that one a lot. Which one was that? The Once upon a time in Mexico, where Johnny Depp gets his eyeball scooped out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to uh, Slumdog Millionaire, where someone else gets their eyeball scooped out. A young Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. A really young Johnny. Depp. <laughs> right. Yeah. That could be a whole genre of film, really, right there. Eyeball. Ni- uh, Eye- eyeball scooping. <laughs> eyeball torture porn. <laughs> Ben and Jerry had a very unsuccessful eyeball scooping flavor. Mm. Well, they certainly should. If you're, if you're eating it in the dark, you just use grapes. But yeah, right. <laughs> Frozen grapes. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, I think they finally cooked that turkey. So that was one of the two guys that abducted the bride, and the hero, as it were, just kicked the shit out of him. Right, right. And... Uh... 
So, the, the, the village is now thanking them for uh, not having him do her uh, <laughs> by, by throwing a sumptuous feast. This is what Americans ate in the 1800s, bowls this, of fruit. This is the true Thanksgiving right here. Yeah. This is what this is. Yeehaw. Pass me another one of them apples. And a, non-horse apples. <laughs> and a bowl of pasta. We, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Right, sorry. Yeah, did they actually This eat? is supposed to be America. <clears throat> Ah, yes, all the women who did not fall off the stairs. Oh, these are the upper crust ladies. They don't, uh... These are oh, the, sur no, these are the survivors surviving. of the bat attack. <laughs> you will like this. They're women's privates that are still breathing. <laughs> oh, she's walking on the table. Oh, it's actually, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an early fashion show. I'll say. Ooh, it's like Times Square. <laughs> Evening there. If I was watching, watching this movie in 1981 at Times Square, I mean, like, Jesus, if I wanted to watch women walk around on plates, I'd just go to Plato's Retreat, right? I mean, like, <laughs> I'll just go next door. And... So they're not really sitting here for the fruit after all. They're just uh, like, Apparently not. This is apparently uh, come for the food, stay for the show. Look up, uh, grab ladies' dresses, look up their thing. All the girls are parading on their tables because they're, they're prostitutes. Yeah, well... They, they they don't look thrilled about it, but you know, it's, uh, they're looking at the fruit. They I'm not eaten. thrilled about my job either, so that's understandable. Oh yeah, this is like a work workplace sitcom. Oh yeah, hookers. We just we just cut the laugh track. Then there's also new hookers on Netflix. <laughs> and T.J. Hooker, because he's a good cop. Yeah, Tijuana Hooker, T.J. Hooker. <laughs> Even I figured that one out. We're a half hour into this movie, so that's good, because we got another week. Got another week of this movie? What? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I We're didn't sign up for wild that. Wild yeah, did you bring your sleeping bag? Uh, no. <laughs> I want to do an eight-hour movie. I want to do the eight-hour version of Greed. Hmm. And uh, there is on YouTube a four-hour version of the 1923 San Francisco silent classic about the uh, a, a dentist in San Francisco who... Uh, Greed gets to him. Ah. That's yeah, it's a really great film, but I would love to do that. Four hours. Yeah. Wow. Well, there was a longer version where I think they tried to take, like, stills and footage like that as well. Sorry. Four hours of silence. Well, no, I mean, that would be great to see. You well, guys. yeah, I know. Oh, that just came at me. Yes, it I did. I nearly forgot this was a 3D movie. <laughs> the excitement's like one and a half. It's like every 12 minutes dimension. they need to remind you by, yeah. by putting a baby's butt in your face or dropping a flaming torch on you. That's enough 3D after the baby's butt. I just I don't want to see the yeah. 3D. Yeah, exactly. Let's, uh... We are drinking lemonade we and we all have to urinate. we go to 1D and just like watch a dot on the screen? <laughs> Can yeah. we just do that? Well, let's watch Lineland. <laughs> you ever read that book, The Adventures of 2D World? Uh, don't believe so. Are you talking about like Flatland, Edwin Alba? Uh, yeah, Edwin maybe Alba, that's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Flatland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where, the book. Where a 3D thing comes through their 2D world and it looks like a circle and it gets bigger and then and and and, and then they think it's God. Yeah. They should make that into a franchise and do a 3D movie of that. <laughs> It'll be like Meet Circle. <laughs> People think I don't have any edges. It would be the easiest. It would be like uh, Pixar phoning it in. It would be a very easy 3D movie. To well, do you know those that. advertisements for animated movies? You see the bus stop. They always have like one character, and it'll be like, meet Flappy, Angry Birds coming July, or meet Wok Wok. 
Rio 3 or Meet Goofy Goof, you know. So it could be the characters from Flatland. It could be like Meet Line. <laughs> Meet Triangle. I this see is three points boss. to it. It's complicated. Relationship, it's complicated. There's Triangle's <laughs> slogan. Bill Hader is Triangle. Oh, God. I'm Bill Hader. I'm probably a very pleasant person off stage. Of course, I'd have to get They Might Be Giants in on the soundtrack. I would just be a given. Oh, yeah. They could do all their little songs. What is it with large, large, old, fuckly men fondling women in, in spaghetti westerns? I don't understand. You have to watch it in slow motion to truly understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, thank God it is. You need to hear angelic calls. Oh, she's the bride from the beginning. Ah, okay. So we're we're getting somewhere with the original premise. I don't know then. if we're getting anywhere, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to drink. I'm going to sing along to the Italian uh, spaghetti western theme music. Give me a drink. I'm actually really thirsty right now. Hmm. I had a uh, pot of coffee and an espresso, and then I, I made a second pot, and I drank the coffee uh, from my canteen off of that. Right. So everything's coming at me. Oh. I'm surprised everything's not coming out of you, actually, because that's a lot of coffee. Yeah, you figure, but I, I got it at the, the place in the marina, the restaurant. Ah. So it's sweet coffee. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> I <kidding. laughs> They're very pleasant there. I guess I've been around there too long. You ever been to a store in a neighborhood and they're really nice and you're like, man, you've been here too long. <laughs> Here's my impression you're, of... You're uh, reverse jaded. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my impression of every new store I walk into. Oh, this used to be the old place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, that would be what's happening right now. If you're allowed to walk into the new place. Some of the new oh places are, uh, are exclusivo. Well, they have an exclusivo in the back, I'm sure. Mm. If you buy a certain amount, they'll introduce you. Right, right. But it's hard to spend $50 anywhere if you have like six items on a table on a boutique. Yep. So it looks like they're at the Back to the Future uh, 3 uh, soundstage. Uh, I guess it's it's very dark. There's a yeah. lot of dark going on. There's, you always know a movie is like cutting back when, when they don't have lights. Well, those whores running out of the bordello are really coming at me. <laughs> well, they're all in white because they're all virginal. Oh, right. Clearly. So nothing happened? No, that guy came in and did something. Uh, he did something. Uh, it was something, I don't know. Yeah, something with another big, big sweaty, ugly guy. Uh, they, they heard it was poetry open mic, so they're running out of the place. <laughs> This movie's just the ugly, the ugly, and the ugly. Uh, <laughs> but they're on a mission. Well, no, they're it's leaving the good, the bad, mission, the ugly, but there's some more punctuation in there. Ah, yeah. The good? The well, bad. you gotta, you gotta have at least an Oxford comma. Yeah. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's yeah. The bad and the ugly. <laughs> do 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 do. Because that's basically just leave on cleave right there. The bad and the ugly. There we go. There's always got to be, like, one American face. And I love the fact that it's 1981 and it's still fucking dubbed. Yeah, well, most of them do have, at the minimum, porn stashes. Oh, yeah, well... I mean, just, just serious soup mops. I think it's because everyone's coming out of the 70s. Their fashion really hasn't really gelled into the 80s yet. Yeah, they, they didn't explode out of there with the... Mustache, uh, <coughs> shaming they're all, they're all still trying to be Burt Reynolds. 
A lot of these guys look like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> they do. Once again, the ugly, the ugly, and the ugly. Do you think Ron Jeremy allegedly uh, raped Seika? Do you believe that story? I I don't know. I have no opinion on the matter. I, I would I would require right, more information. It. Yeah. All right, let's just drop it. Let's let, let, let's, self- let's take sexual assault accusations and put them into court. Okay, Where sounds good. Them? No, let's put them in uh, uh, movie riffing. But let's, shit, let's we'll take them seriously, but maybe not do them while we're we're doing a 3D movie. Yeah. All right. Oh, so let's get back to the movie. A guy's yeah. being choked to death. <laughs> <laughs> and a gun's pointed at him. It's like the scene in Blowfish gone bad. So they, they've turned the tables and, oh, I thought for a second he was going to hand him the gun. Like, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hand it in his ribcage. Well, at least the rope's off his neck. I, mean, I imagine they're pissed because he, he let all the virginal uh, 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 would-be hookers away. Like, you know. Let them escape. In the 1800s, nothing looked like... This looks like Rome. Ancient Rome. It doesn't look like Little House on the Prairie. Oh, they're going to brand the guy in 3D. Oh, that pot poker. I hope it doesn't come uh, at me. Yeah, I hope not. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, oh, shit. oh no. Ah. 12 minutes have elapsed. We need to be reminded. <laughs> we are at the 37-minute mark. We need to be reminded that we are watching a movie in 3D. And this, uh, this is a CT. Tres, tres dias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, da, da, da. That's three days, I think. But, yeah. If this was SCTV, they go da da da. I just bought a new shirt. Da da da. <laughs> Actually, that doesn't feel so bad. Can you do that again? Ooh. I think I think I just found something I'm into. Can you brand the other side <laughs> for symmetry? Yeah. Well, you just branded a human being, and now we cut to antiques. Nice, pleasant answer. Meanwhile, in J.F. Sebastian's house, (laughs) I just made a Blade Runner reference. I I make friends. Uh, Yeah, more references will help, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure, totally. Absolutely. I'm going to just bash it into the ground. Uh, They're at the Exploratorium. Oh, no. What the fuck they're doing? They're inside and they're pushing something. I think they're still in the stable. Good. I like my uh, 3D movies indoors. Mm. Oh, that's a shitload of coins. Indeed. I got I'm headed to the Man, arcade. I'm, yeah, I'm headed to Chuck E. Cheese with all these tokens. I got, oh, look, his figure says love on it, like Night of the uh, Hunter. Oh, well, maybe on the other side it says hate, like uh, Eddie from Rocky Horror. Well, that's also Night of the Hunter. No, oh, there we go then. That, that. And uh, do the right thing, right? Radio Rahim had the. Oh, yeah. What you're saying is that's a repetitive theme, and I should probably find the original source. I'm just saying I, it finally justifies <laughs> the tattoos I have on my finger. I see. The, like, ones, the ones that have hate. essentially made you completely unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> and the oh, coins are coins coming are at us. Uh, and they're hitting that guy. Honestly, that must hurt like fuck. Obviously, you know, honestly, he's not even, he's, he's like a foot away from where they're actually landing. They're landing on the camera. He's okay. No, they're hitting his face. No, I guess they're not. They're hitting his shoulder. He's totally off to the side. Oh, they, they lifted him up like a steer. They tied him up and now they're throwing gold coins at him. Because that's punishment. Yes. Didn't they stick another coin? Anywhere but the briar patch. 
It's like a motif of these guys. They stuck a coin in that other guy, the father's mouth earlier. Mm. Remember that scene with the father and the ba- naked baby? Yeah, I remember that. I kind of remember the scene with the naked baby being thrust at us. <laughs> That's just vile. That's <laughs> so wrong. And that was it. The people said, we got to see more 3D movies. I mean, I wonder if that guy's wandering around right now just going, like, hey, my claim to fame is my butt was in people's faces. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, that's not all. <laughs> Your butt, if we were lucky. Yeah, like him and the, do you think him and the Nevermind kid, like, hang out? The one who was getting the dollar bill? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sure, yeah. He's probably like, hey. They pro- they've got a club. I'm sure they have a secret society because hey, it's really secret. No one knows. Never mind, kid. Can you no get one cares. It? Can you spot me that coffee? I know you have it. I know you have it. I know you got it. The coffee was a dollar. Do you mind spotting me? I know you got that dollar. <laughs> Everyone knows you have that dollar. Oh, rats. Uh, rats. Rats will come at us now. In 3D. Yeah, I could go home and see that in 3D. <laughs> I don't need to go to the movie house to see rats in 3D. What's next? Look, there's cockroaches in 3D. It's the worst nightmare I've ever seen. You, you should probably get, have something done about that. You're going to go a, home and see all that. Use a 3D vacuum cleaner. <clears throat> wow. If this was a modern 3D movie, the rats would be in 3D, right? That would be. Uh, they would be being thrown at the camera, probably. Yeah, well, they'd be yeah. CGI rats. Yeah. They'll be winking and maybe singing. They, a song. They'd probably be, uh, actually, they'd probably be like marching in bootstep and uh, and shooting little machine guns. And oh, oh, I'm sorry, I saw that that movie way too many times. Which so, movie was that? Uh, that was the uh, the Nutcracker, which oh, was a wonderful, yeah. lovely family. Uh, we did that for bad movie night yes we did and it was just so horrifying this movie was called Nutcracker 3D and it was at IMAX right before 3D became ubiquitous and when it was released on DVD they took stripped all the 3D mention and they called it like the Nutcracker the untold story or the something like that the the story continues it, it had it had a singing Albert Einstein and Nazi rats with, yeah, with Nazi machine rats. gun motorcycles and just, you know, it's great for, it's for kids. It's for kids, really is. The 3D effects were cheesy, especially when they threw the coins at the camera. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's this movie. Oh, yeah, and the rats, and the baby ass. So when's the Blair Witch showing up? Uh, I don't know, but all I know is I'm so scared right now. Man, I want my money back. I'm so sorry. It's like three minutes of women sitting on stairs and four minutes of rats walking around. <laughs> Those are really well-trained rats. They just like uh, got him, got them right where they want to be. Uh, oh, right on the feet. Yeah. Well, uh, they're on lease from uh, Richard Gere. Oh. <laughs> Since I've already accused one person of, of uh, uh, sexual deviance, yeah. Uh, yeah, we may as well just keep that up. <clears throat> rats. Rodents of unusual size? I don't think they exist. Yeah, I never saw that. I saw bits and pieces of, of uh, Princess Bride. I never saw the whole thing. You've never seen all of Princess Bride. That's I've seen like so a YouTube clippings, I guess, worth of. I've seen this movie like halfway through. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen this movie halfway, halfway through. We've we reached get a the biscuit. halfway point. We are 43 minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds coming up. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Bong. There we are. 47 seconds. I'll take the rats off and they're like, okay. Yeah, take the rats off and throw them at the camera. camera. What did I tell you? It's like three rats at the camera. It's getting gratuitous at this point. 
<laughs> but the fourth rat thrown at the camera is getting confused. Oh, from below. Oh, man. You have to see the rat weenie. That rat was just a baby. <laughs> Another baby bear. Another baby ass thrown at This one was a rat. Pennsylvania. I think someone just drove by playing Wrecking Ball really loud. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I was like, what, what is that? Where's that coming from? I drove by like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, uh, what was that movie? Uh, uh, Something Wild, where uh, they're, they're outside in Long Island and this car drives by and they're playing Blue Monday, just like one line. You know, <laughs> it's on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's some it's go. it's some new order song, but it's only just one version, and you know, of course, it's perfectly captured on uh, in that show. Of course, yeah, of course, and it's on the soundtrack. Oh, well, why not? John Waters sold a car in that song in that movie. He did sell a car. Yeah, it was good enough. Dun dun dun! I think uh, act act in 3D. Something vital just happened. You know, from the music, he sat on the organ. Mm. Oh, it's daytime and they're outside. What a change of fucking pace in this film. Yes, and suddenly they moved from uh, Wyoming to Arizona, apparently. Yeah, or they moved to like Barcelona to Barcelona. <laughs> Watch out for the olive trees. I mean, tobacco trees. <laughs> tobacco trees. Cotton, cotton trees. <laughs> Whatever in America had. <clears throat> we're making a movie today. Can we get two stage coasters with eight horses and put 20 people on it? We're, we're going to be doing wagon loads of whores. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they should have called the road. movie. Wagon loads of whores. And the men that want them, apparently. The posse after pussy. <laughs> we did that last week. Oh, there we go. The last episode was Don's Plum. Ah, I heard about. It. I read a little about that, but I have not actually seen it. Yeah, this is like this movie. You read a little bit about it, but you haven't seen it. <laughs> exactly. And then when you seen about it, you're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope with this podcast that people can sit through bad movies and get it out of their system. Yeah. Maybe with us helping. I mean, there there must be some people watching this at some point, right? I mean, how many how many views <laughs> has it had on YouTube? Oh, this well, there's two. As you know, there's two versions. One person asked for the age restriction, and I just don't like logging in. Uh, and this one had no age restriction. And what I saw in an exchange was, uh, and yet we saw quite a bit of baby, baby, <laughs> full quite frontal, a bit of baby. That's just so, yeah. In 3D. Exactly, 3D and and coming right at us. I know these films exploit women, but that was ridiculous. Mm. And I guess a lot. So when we walk away from this movie, it's nothing to do with this plot. So you know, it's really hard to circle the wagons when you only got two. This is like the searchers for uh, a predator. <laughs> Looks like there's a sleepover happening tonight in my house. Ah. I gotta respond. Fun. Yeah. I'm not inviting the audience. No. <laughs> if you're listening to this, it was a great sleepover. You missed it. Exactly, because we're in the past. Guys, if you want to have a sleepover in my house, we have to do a movie marathon. We had a friend of mine back in the early 90s did a 24-hour uh, uh, 
Woody Allen movie marathon. Oof. And, you know, it was like, it was the prime stuff. That guy was Dave Gevro. He directed uh, Zombie Honeymoon. Oh. And he's doing a movie called Bad Vibes. Interesting. I just want to name drop. Of course, because, you know, you, yeah, I want people you can. To, I want people to see Bad Vibes when it comes out. But uh, he did a, a 24-hour uh, Woody Allen movie festival, and you could sleep in his house for 24 hours. And uh, it was like, you know, a Midsummer and like sex comedy and love and death. It was all the. It, it wasn't really. Didn't hit the annual. No, grind. no sleeper. No sleeper uh, was in there. Sleeper was in there. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, everything you always wanted to know about sex but were afraid to ask? I forgot whether or not he decided to put that in. Mm. He might have taken that one out. He might have taken. Uh, I don't think we had what's up, Tiger Lily either. Ah, interesting. And I've been to a bunch of like 24-hour science fiction festivals where they just show uh, mm. Blade Runner. You sleep through sleep Blade Runner and you wake up and they're showing like uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> it's a long movie. Yeah, you you fall asleep. Uh, oh man, you fall asleep right after the director's cut and you wake up and they're showing the final cut. That's they're all. dragging a woman on a horse, and her she's topless, and this is in 3D. It's actually the baby, like 15 years later. Yep. Well, you're actually following the plot. I'm, I'm, I'm. I only notice. I only notice when women are dragged uh, by horse in the ocean. They're really being the fuck out of this woman. It's really kind of like no stunt woman uh, would do that. Misogynistic and Italian, very both, really. Kind of. Oh, something's coming at us again. We've been. That's that we have to be Oh, I'm jaded. I've seen a knife at me. <laughs> That's not a knife, is that what you're saying? Shouldn't you be saying, that's not a knife? That's not a knife. Crocodile. I'm just going to use this to flick all these coins off of you. Crocodile Dundee made other movies, you know. He did Flipper with Elijah Wood. Really? Yeah, that might be a good movie to watch. I like the, I like the TV movies, the movie, the, the TV shows that become movies. Hmm. Whether they leave it to Beaver or uh, Car 54. Lost in Space. Lost in Space would be a good yeah. one. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> have you ever seen a film called Dragnet 69? Uh, 68? 68? I don't believe so, no. So the TV show was on TV, and it was a black and white TV show. You're right. And the movie was in color. Ah. And it was just basically a long episode of, of Dragnet. Dragnet. Yeah, Harry with, Morgan was with, in it. Yeah, the original. Not not the, uh, the Tom Hanks and... Uh, Dan Aykroyd remake of the uh, of the late 80s I think it was I would not show <laughs> that that version on this show because I'd be laughing so hard that I wouldn't be able to say anything that's why we always had the rule of don't do comedies well we could do comedies on this thing we just don't talk about what's on screen that's all alright right. just, just ignore, we just ignore, ignore the it. funny things and make our own stuff. yeah yeah. that's how you do it yeah. there's only so many bad movies in the world you have to you know and there's a lot of plenty of bad comedies hmm this is not a comedy. This is a guy with a big knife. <coughs> so they're backstage. They're over at the Victoria Theater. Uh, maybe, maybe up in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the back backstage of the Great Star. We're trying to do some burlesque. Yeah, this is the Great Star. Oh boy, too soon, too soon. <laughs> no murder jokes about that that theater. Uh. No, they Actually, I was murdered. They just found the body. They weren't sure. I performed there the night before they found the body. Oh, really? Yeah. And they got closed. The Great Star is a beautiful <laughs> theater in Chinatown. No, it is. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. Was it the one in Lady from Shanghai? Do you know that? Uh, I'm not sure. They go to a theater in uh, Chinatown. 
It's uh, quite a place. Actually, it, it was recently reopened. Is doing a bunch of things. Actually, all this month they are showing old uh, uh, kung fu flicks and whatnot. Really? They're yeah. showing movies at the In, Indie Fest is uh, doing that. Oh, I'll, I'll check that out. <laughs> it's this yeah. theater like uh, they. I was set up for live performances and movies, but they have like multi-tier seating. Like you can sit in the balcony and have a drink and eat up there, and they even have like another VIP section. I don't know if they have that anymore. I mean, it's, it's changed a bit. Oh. Uh, they 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 had been doing the uh, Chinese operas all along, but now they're doing oh, some more, uh, more interesting. Uh, well, not so much more interesting, well, like, but you know, other things other than. Uh, I went to uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. They did like this crazy multimedia live thing with it. It was really awesome. I think um, people sitting in the audience ago. reciting the lines from a movie doesn't count as multimedia. <laughs> Uh, no, it was more than that. They actually had Whoa. people. They actually had people fighting in the aisles and whatnot. It was kind of. Oh, neat. that's cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, I went woke because something came at me. Ah. There are a lot of throwing flaming sticks in this movie. So you like, think you'd be used to it by now? And whoa. and and, and you, I love how they repeat it. It's like it's not enough to see it once. Right. It's like, oh, did you miss that? Well, do it again. Okay, Even fucking Hawkeye can't like fucking shoot three <laughs> flaming arrows in a row. And I've seen Avengers in no time. I would know. Oh, here comes the special effects in slow motion. When you light your stage on fire, you have to like sh shoot in slow motion. And and repeat yourself a well, lot. Give them credit; they're shooting a flaming arrow and it's like missing the guy. True, true. So is that really like in the room when a flaming arrow is shooting at him? Sure, why not? You know, cause well because uh, it is fucking flaming arrow shot at a guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, for what? So I can make fun of it? I mean, the poor guy could die. So, so it's called drama. Oh, this fire's coming at me. Even the fire's in the act. This is like flaming hay raining down. This 3D movie ends with the minions singing Barbara Ann. <laughs> like all 3D movies do. <coughs> ba, 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 Barbara Ann. Uh. Sorry, I'm fighting this cold I brought back with me from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota cold, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I like Minnesota codes. They don't think I'm that fat. <laughs> to them, I don't look that fat. No, they're really friendly, don't you know? So the big-ass fire, they're burning down the uh, stable that they shot half this film in. Oh, is he an Indian? Is or he is... a giant wrench at him? What is that? I don't know who the adversaries are. I, I have no idea either. It's like a bonus stage. Random Indian, ready yeah. fight. Oh, random Indian guy stabbed in the. Uh, he like thing. stabbed him with like a giant uh, monkey wrench or something. Well, that way. Oh, now he's walking towards the camera with his <laughs> Why don't you just have your pecker out while you're at it? <laughs> I'm so huge. This movie's like one long phallic uh, dick wag. Yeah. Thank you. I've always wanted to feel this big. <laughs> Yeah, he like sticks a pitchfork in him, and the guy has to like walk up to the camera with the handle flopping. <laughs> Aim directly at your eye. It should just this movie should just end with like last fifteen minutes of just people just sticking their dick out and walking to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> this entire or, movie. Or throwing rats at it, or uh, yeah, flaming rats, flaming rats with with naked baby butts. Well, we're watching the fire burn. That means this is a one take operation. 
Clearly, this is uh, this is very Burning Man. This is uh, just pretty they much don't it. Burn if houses. You, very. If you've heads. never been to Burning Man, that scene pretty much summed it up. You, you just you, you sit there and you watch shit burn. You ever see the video of the burning down the house? It's a lot like that. Yeah. Well, the, the, here's the horses. They're looking for a carousel. <sighs> Them again. Uh, whores are always late. The <laughs> horror bus. Some party bus. Okay. Looks like he got stabbed in the, in the stomach. My God, he's huge. Oh, wait. It's just uh, that's <laughs> the handle. Is he excited to see us? <laughs> it's rigor mortis. Yeah. Exactly. I knew it turned to wood, but this is ridiculous. <coughs> Hey, look, it's not a lending library. Are you going to buy something? <laughs> what exactly? Oh, it's a stable that has a bunch of antiques in it. Be, yeah, I was going to say, it must be a different stable. The, the other stable, the one they didn't just burn down. There's so many antiques in the stable because the house is so pretty. And they don't have any room mm. for the other shit. Yeah. I think that, 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 that chandelier actually has a price tag on it, I think. They probably just left it on. Please flop down to the floor. I just there. agreed to the sleepover. Oh, look at this. It's this fucking very Schindler's Spielberg. List. Yeah. <laughs> All black and white with one bit of What's red. What's with the black and white? This movie just turns black and white or like they, they're hand tinting It's like it? he's black and white. Look at He's black and white. And everything, and everything else is in yellow. Uh, you know, he must be like, he must be black and white and like right in front of us. They because some random 3D. Money. They shot this in a 3D way. Like the camera was set up for 3D. But this is like the old school 3D. Right, right. right. Every movie now is 3D. Every movie now at least has a 3D version. <laughs> but it's not like, I don't know, it's like a Disney movie where it's a big production. This is like Aha's videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. He's like in black and white. Is she going to turn black and white now because he's grabbing her? Or? She's going to throw it to a... Oh, her boobs are finally coming right at us, but they weren't really. really doing what I wanted them to do. But that's okay. Is that the bride again? I have no idea. You 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 saw the beginning. I didn't. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you showed late, late to these things. I didn't mean to. There was terrible traffic on the bridge. Well, they heard we Plus were doing I this. Slept early and or, or slept late because of the the being sick and having taken meds that make me drowsy. Yeah, well, I have to try them to see if they do. Otherwise, I can't believe your story. <laughs> Here they are that they're oceans, so then maybe they're in Georgia. Maybe they're going to come up on the Statue of Liberty half buried in the sand. Yeah. You did it too soon. <laughs> you maniacs. It's just a wagon by the ocean. Yeah, see, he's late. I'm uh, I'm not as late as he is. He's really late because that scene was like 20 minutes ago. That's like a hundred years of solitude where they have a boat in the in the uh, forest. This has a, a wagon by the ocean. Magic mm. realism at its finest. There we go. Okay, the horse is gonna go into the ocean. Let's drown this horse while you're at it. It's a lady's camisole. I found it in the ocean. Find your skeepers. Huh. Skinny dipping must have happened. Yeah. Bad skinny dipping. See, he wasted all his time being bathed in gold doubloons. Yeah. 
Well, he used it. That's why he's late. Him and his horse took an Uber. We're using those gold (laughs) coins. Uber Western. Uber Elite. Uber Uber, Black. Uber Posse. (laughs) I think Sidecar was more popular in the 1800s. The rest of the movie is going to be him trying to, like, find the rest of the movie. Like, oh, black and white again. What is going if on? If a movie in the 80s said 3D, I go, oh, all right. The 50s. I, I like that nostalgia. And then I come in, and it's like a fucking 1960s movie with dead women lying on the ground <laughs> and angelic music playing. Oh, so all these women are dead. Or uh, passed out? Probably. They're tied to stakes, which is something nice to see. Great to see. <clears throat> yeah, it's very, very kink.com. <laughs> Make me a steak, woman. <laughs> Yeah, I think kink.com would be arrested at this point by that. Well, I mean, if they were actually dead, one would think, oh, she's alive because she's in color. Yeah, this color black and white thing, it's like it's not good enough they have to do it in 3D. They're like, let's fuck with color while we're at it. It's artistic. From the director of Django, give me a coffin. So he made a Django movie and it had Terrence Hill in it. And apparently, according to IMDb, in Germany, Terrence Hill made a movie, a comedy, and it was so popular that they took this old uh, uh, Django Western and they redubbed it and turned it into a comedy with a different plot. Wow. Just by dubbing. Yeah. So, completely like, what's up, Tiger Django? <laughs> what's up, Tiger Django? <laughs> Give us the recipe for your egg salad. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, I thought they cooked and ate that turkey. Oh, that's a vulture. That's a vulture. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Can I keep you? You've been following me all day. (laughs) They taste like uh, turkey, you think, vultures? Probably a little more game. You taste like a snarky media website. (laughs) Oh, no, that's vulture. (laughs) A snarky media website. dead people they've been eating. Oh, it's the Scotsman. Oh, the backpack guy? Yeah. But what the fuck? We're in the middle of the desert. That guy, oh, he, they, he, they tied everybody he's up. He's staked out. He's on a stakeout. Milo uh, Estevez will be here any minute now. Rosie O'Donnell. And Richard Dreyfus. He was not in the stakeout. He was tied to stakes. And <laughs> he was in the original th- stakeout. There's Richard Dreyfus. Here's another stakeout. Let's pick a sequel to Stakeout. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Another stakeout? Outback Stakeout? They could do it in Australia. (laughs) Outback Stakeout. (laughs) Outback Stakeout. They could have have Crocodile Dundee in it. (laughs) We could really bring all that 80s shit back. Yeah, who's serious? (laughs) Oh, they left him to die and he didn't die. Well, because he's a Scot. They don't die. Yeah, the Scott Guard. Just need a, you just need some uh, good whiskey to, to revive him. Like scotch whiskey, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A nice yeah. single malt. Uh, you know what? I think it's important this guy talks. This is another movie for that we've done that I just really don't care about the plot. I just can't. I can't do it. Well, I mean, it's it's difficult for me to care about the plot because I can't hear anything that they're saying. So. Oh yeah. Well, there's, there's no. You know, I think there's an option for close caption. Let me see. 
No, they would. It would be say it would, CC it would next. Pop to up it. there, yeah. And the closed captioning for the most part is just phonetic, so it's like yeah. the word "whore" shows up a lot. <laughs> well, he's saying his dying words. He's telling a really long joke before he dies. Uh, wrecked him, nearly <laughs> killed him. I swear, I tell my parole officer I didn't know there'd be a naked baby in this movie. <laughs> Polk Thompson. Oh, yeah, the corner of Polk and Thompson. Well, they buried them and set that gravestone pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. This happened this afternoon. Ah, Sick bastards. Flowers to you, to the audience. Oh, 18... Oh, wow, that's only 15 years old. Do you think this is... uh, So this is the year 1871? Uh, Sure. You could tell because they all weren't wristwatches. Wristwatches. (laughs) Puke Thompson, our father. Yep. Oh, it's just say Pike. Pike, Pike Thompson. Pike short for Spike. <laughs> yes, is silent. I don't think I've ever met Bonnie. Ah, <laughs> mother. Maybe she's. Uh... Well, you think they they take advantage and put all the all the flowers to the camera? <clears throat> oh, they haven't thrown anything in the graves. They're at a graveyard. Honoring the dead, and they haven't started anything at the camera yet. No, uh, one of the one of the fl- one of the bunch of the flowers came at the camera. I don't think that was intentional, though. I think mm. They were just handing it. I'm thinking whenever they do that, it's fairly. Intense. Out of respect for the dead, no 3D effects will be used. <laughs> There's no 3D effects at the graveyard. Come on, guys, that's morally bankrupt. They're walking into a town. Do 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 do. He's still catching up to the rest of the movie. Oh, and he's got a dog, too. He must have been in the balloon coma for like two years. I must have been in a coma because I didn't recognize he had a fucking dog until that last shot. Yeah, maybe maybe the dog came from the Scotman. Oh, yeah. Another Bonnie. Mm. Pike. I wish I saw this movie. I would name my kid Pike. Pike Horseback Spiegel. riding pads the film. Oh, this is uh, <clears throat> he's riding right at us. Right, coming right at you. Well, you know, there's depth. That's another 3D effect you can use. Of throwing things at the fucking camera. Yeah, but no one uses that. There's a Kiss Me Kate from 1953 as a 3D movie, and uh, primarily was the effect of uh, when they did Taming of the Shrew, they had an actual theater. Uh-huh. Oh, I think they were putting on a production of Kiss Me, Kate, and they had some backstage shenanigans as well. Uh, so that was the use of 3D hmm. to present the play. <coughs> uh, hey, welcome to Hollywood Slow Pictures, 1981. The film. Yeah, I made a spaghetti western. That's great. Kids are going to love spaghetti westerns. <laughs> It's a 3D. What? Hold the phone. <laughs> and it's in a Marama. What? <laughs> Smell a vision. Holy fuck. Split vision. Odorama. Did you ever see that horror movie that was a split vision? No, can't say I have. I've seen it. It's like a, it's this killer in a hotel. And half the screen is like the killer's view, I think. Or no, it's like there's two different screens like going on two different sides hmm. it's a pretty good gimmick 
One is the killer's point of view, and the other is the victim's point of view, or something. I think so, but I also like. I don't know. It was a weird film. Mm. What the fuck? Do I look like TCM Underground? <laughs> so this I is, hate litter. So she survived. They tied up all the women, and she's the only one who survived. Yeah, they tied them all up and killed them and or left them to dead for dead, but they kept her, and this guy's trying to catch up to her, and that's been the, pretty much the whole movie. Well, I like that, because then I know what the plot is at all time. And when it ends, I know that something ended. He's having a cigarette. Marlboro Man. <laughs> yeah, Marlboro Man smoked cools. Not a lot of people knew that. <laughs> he never got any of the points. No, he he never got that tote bag cooler he always wanted. <laughs> you know, he would used to buy uh, towels with Joe Campbell's face on it, and they would say, "Listen, your camel, Marlboro Man, your camel, your 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 uh, camel cash is no good here." Mm. Well, here's the set of the last uh, Western. <clears throat> Any people live around here? I think he's following like three years behind. This looks like the Wild West exhibit. Nobody goes. Tombstone. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni? Shoots the guy. All right, you heard the man. Put pepperoni on his tombstone. No, I thought you meant pizza. Yeah, you know what? If there's a tombstone involved, uh, my name, I put pepperoni on it, and they'll say, well, Mike always wanted pepperoni on his tombstone. <laughs> You know, if I lived in this town, I'd be really uh, offended they tied a woman to a stake. Oh, here comes the whip at you. Oh, It must be 12 course. minutes. Are they going to whip a woman? And that's how they're going to end this film? Um, I hope so. I mean, you know. Cause end the movie. You got you got a whip. You got a woman tied up to a, to a thing. and uh, Nobody else is here. <clears throat> this guy's playing the yo-yo. Whoa. <laughs> yo-yo. Oh, is the yo-yo playing with us? Coming faces, of course. Oh, uh, now he's going to eat peanuts. Go ahead and spit it on he's the ground. He's going to spit some shells out of us. Oh, now the, the shells go down. Uh, come on. God. Come with the chase. This gets with this the is, woman this already. Is like the, this is the, the, the climax of the 3D. Oh, he's clearly, an apple. It's like everything they could possibly put towards the camera. All right, before we whip a woman in 3D, here's a yo-yo. I mean, they really are. Here's a yo-yo. Here's some nuts, and uh, here's, a, here's an apple rind coming yeah. right at you. Okay, now we whip the woman. <laughs> oh wait, a guy has to pull fleas off his body. Uh, what the heck is that? It is a flea. That's a pretty damn big flea, dude. It's a scorpion. I will a scorpion off. <laughs> that wasn't even in the script. This is just this is just all the like you know what else can we do to do the 3D thing? So we must be coming to the end. Yeah, because like, people don't normally have snakes coming yeah. out of their shirt. It's like we got the 3D camera for another couple of hours. What else can we do? <laughs> <laughs> here's some oh, cards. Some cards. <laughs> he's inside. Oh I don't even God. know who the fuck this guy is. But here's him throwing it's cards. Like, don't worry about the plot. We just want to know what we can do with the 3D camera here. In this town, we like to throw cards on the ground. <laughs> oh God. Oh no, he's gonna do a shooting trick. Whoa. They are really fucking bored. They really are. They're really, they're waiting for that other guy, and he's like so far behind. All these horses. I want to see the horse shit from below. In you 3D. would. You would. <laughs> well, I have to pay. For, I have invested like in this movie. Extruder thing. Hey, I wasn't awake. I didn't get to see that in 3D. 
There we go. <laughs> Another playing darts. Well, <laughs> <laughs> here I got a nail gun. What's a nail gun? Let me show you. <laughs> That's cool. I got a boomerang. What's a boomerang? <laughs> Let me show you. That's great. I'm so excited. I'm going to drop this piece of paper on the floor. <laughs> Shit, now I drop 50 reams of paper on the floor. God. Uh-oh, the sun's setting. They all feel the change. They're like, oh, God, it's, I hope it's not Seth MacFarlane and we're in a million ways to Hey, die. does anyone else smell a protagonist? Oh, yeah, there we go. There he goes. This is like Custard's Revenge. We have to get to the woman tied to the pole. barrels in our faces. You ever play Custard's Revenge on your 20, Atari 2600? Uh, no, but I heard about that one. It's, it's the a, first of it's porno. It's the first has like a, like a rapey kind of thing going it's on. It's all rapey. It's a woman yeah. tied to a pole in the native... And she's on the right side of the screen, and you're custard with a hard on on the left side of the screen. Oh, God. And you have to watch out for the arrows and move from left to right. So your eight pit penis goes into. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just. Well, I mean, it's, it's only. Let me stop. I don't want to get no spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Of spoilers. Course. I'm going to have to play game. that as soon as I get home. There was a Eater Be Eaten where uh, instead of aliens dropping from the sky, it's semen. Oh, jeez. See men or see no, no, men? not not to be mistaken by the Sega Dreamcast game. See men. See man. Well, they don't even whip her; they just run her out. Oh, he's gonna shoot her. That was not in the whip it video. When her problem comes yeah, along, the whole you must whip just it. went away, didn't it? We were yeah, pro- we were promised whipping. You were gonna whip the woman. We were, now we you're gonna shoot her in the back. Him. You're going to shoot her in the back and not whip her in the back? Uh, what kind of He's going to shoot her in the back at just the right time so that she falls directly into the camera. I'm going to complain to the manager of this movie house. I was expecting a woman to be whipped. It said she was shot in the I back. Want my refund. What kind of misogyny is this place? Yep, here we go. Straight into the camera. Yeah, no blood, though. Just fall. Just fall when you get reached yep. the 3D camera. Nice. Oh, nice. Leap off the horse. Well, the horse and the woman we're dating is offended. I shot you in the... V- oh, he didn't shoot her in the back, but he's going to save her. Well, he thinks he is. Right now, he's just exacerbating a big-time spinal injury. <laughs> <laughs> you got shot in the back? Let me carry you over here. <laughs> Let me just drag yeah. you through it. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if your spinal cord's damaged. Let's just wiggle you around a bunch. I'm having a moment. Before I go, explain to me the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> what movie should I watch first? Don't leave off before the Civil War. I have to sit through all the credits. I'm about to die. Just tell me what happens. <laughs> Life is too precious. You know what I like Samuel about Samuel L. Jackson chop in this one. What was that? Oh, I like the the, the Marvel Cinematic movies because they they get released before uh, the summer starts and then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they kick everything off. They kick everything off and then you never remember about them. Yep. I guess until this winter when there's the winter release. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting this movie. Oh yeah. This guy's gun is so good. The bullets I mean, make there's, people. There's really, I mean, following the standard formula, there's really just time for him to kill everyone. Uh, you know, get full on revenge for her. Right. 
and then he would ride off into the sunset alone and despondent as he probably has many times before. I like the 3D movies because it feels like the camera is God, and no matter what happens, you have to approach God. <laughs> like when you die and you fall, you land by the camera. You're offering God apple rinds. I think you're bringing a little too much uh, religion into this. Well, it's like an iPad where everyone's talking to you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fall. See, if he sits they're, all, they're all basically just lining up to be shot. They're I know. Like, Hi, oh, I'm here. Uh, he could have done this in the first reel, and then the movie would have ended faster. Well, maybe they're showing it in the wrong order. Maybe this is the first reel. It's like, it looks like November Rains by Guns N' Roses, the <laughs> amount of destruction that's happening. <coughs> He's got these guns that don't squirt, that, that penetrate bodies without blood coming out of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. They're pretty common in Spaghetti Western. Well, they're like, they turn you into slow motion ballerinas, tripping. Right. Yeah. And they reduce the, uh, the, gra- the gravitic constant, and uh, so you're falling for about two and a half minutes. About I, eight feet. I hate movies that use CGI bloodshots now. You know when they shoot a gun and obviously. Oh, it's, it's yeah. really obvious. Like yeah, it's like blood spray. Fleeting, yeah. Yeah. It's like, god damn it, get back into squibs. Yeah. Squibs worked. They're messy, but they worked. They didn't look like a cartoon. Uh, guys, uh, balls are gonna get shot off in. 3D. Hey, we saw this in a recent film. Yeah, actually. I know. Yeah. April eight. Bang. So they're not as racist as the other movie. Well, yeah, good yeah. point. <coughs> that movie, like, yeah. Although, actually, this movie's far more racist because you've seen any black people in this movie at all? No. Therefore, this is the more racist movie. Oh, I got you. It completely cut them out of uh, out of existence. I forgot you were a hashtag All Lives Matter person. <laughs> <laughs> well, All Lives Matter? Wow, really? You just opened my third eye with that eye. Actually, I can think of quite a few lives that don't matter. They're more specific, like, people with names. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> These lives don't matter. <laughs> I'm going to put out a list. These lives yeah, do not matter. You're Hashtag. on the list. <laughs> Hashtag list. Are you on the list? Mm-hmm. We can start a startup. I have an app you could take. It tells you whether or not you're on the, uh, my shit list. You install it, and it'll tell you if you're on the list. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Of course, it requires a Facebook login. Well, I also want a uh, contact. I want to go through your contacts. Exactly. So you add people to the list. Well, they're in a second-story house. They that guy just, like, ran at him and fell down, and that was it? I, it just... It's a jump scare. It's so like watching Friday nights, Five Nights at Freddy, the way these people are jumping out of nowhere. We've got to make it to 1 hour 27. Slow down the film. People like their 3D in slow motion. Mm, especially coming down the stairs, because we have not seen enough people falling downstairs in this movie. The poster has, like, Mystery Science Theater silhouettes in the bottom of audience members <laughs> pointing at the screen, and then they have little uh, capsules. Oh, sorry, the guy's getting hanged. <laughs> That's a pretty... Uh, I think that hopefully they use special effects, and they didn't actually have this fucking... I think they have this guy actually hanging himself. Yeah, they do it in the Spaghetti Westerns all the time. Did it work at least? Uh, I don't think so. No, he survived. What is he, Machete? You see Machete 2 where he uh, survives getting hanged? I have not seen Machete 2. No, I have not. 
You guess you should see that in Machete 3. Hmm. Yeah, now we've got oats flying at us. He's got a right. He's got a hatchet, so everything's gonna go flying. Of course. <coughs> I can't tell if this guy is one of the guy from the beginning of the movie. I'm so. not sure. They all kind of look greasy, and they have that same greasy. mustache. And it's hard to tell just if this guy's the ugly, the ugly, or the ugly. So <laughs> one, one of the three, clearly, but. This is like the Superman movie that came out because Batman is nowhere to be seen. No. Shows up in the beginning. I have not, still not seen that one either. I'm waiting for the Ultimate Edition. There is an Ultimate Edition. I'm going to watch. Uh, this stick will come at your head. It's coming at our heads. It's coming at you. <clears throat> it's coming at us. Hit him in the nuts. This guy must be important because everyone else he was able to kill within seconds. This guy's taking, you know, now we got to slow it down. Yeah, slow it down. Yeah, he must be the, the bad guy. Down. He's the boss. The boss, boss board. battle. Boss stage. <laughs> the other guys are just mini bosses. Yeah. They're yeah, really beating the guy up. This really, they should shoot this thing while they're at it. <clears throat> Batter up. Thunk. All right. Finally, a reason to be by the stairs. Oh, his hand goes to the camera. I think camera is God, and when you get hit, you go flying towards God. I want to have like the Bionic Man uh, sound effect to play, like every time he swings <laughs> the thing. Like, <laughs> well, I want to do uh, True TV, uh, world's dumbest sound effects, and all this stuff. Boy. <laughs> Well, that's got to hurt, says Danny Bonaducci. That's got to hurt, <laughs> says William Baldwin. Wait, it's over? We just, we just assuming you finished beating Here, him up me, and he's uh, riding away? Oh, I think we're wrapping up. Yeah, we are. We're, six we're fucking within, minutes. Uh, yeah. <coughs> no phone calls. All right, well, I'm still oh, doing the show live. Oh, I see. Lives. He put him on. He, he's, he's so vain because <laughs> he's on a weather vane. Oh, he's on the weather vane. <laughs> He's so vain. You probably think this movie's about you. Do you think the weather vane thinks that song is about him? Uh, probably. <laughs> I am a vane. Not just so vain. Oh, uh, no, uh, he's going to blow up the whole town. It's black and white, it's except for black the explosions. And white. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck, how weird. You will be killed by Technicolor. Do you think this is, like, even the same movie? I have no idea. This is really gone you so far. You can see Jason the Argonauts behind the explosion. They, they cut the stock footage too long. Wow, if I really... Uh, thank God, the explosions stopped before they reached me. Uh-oh. They have the rope around his neck. That explains why he's been ejaculating. <laughs> what, David Carradine? Or, oh, sorry, uh, too soon. No, not really. <clears throat> oh, she's fine now. She, she just, like, immediately recovered from her gunshot wound spinal injury. Or oh, yeah. a different woman? I don't even know. <laughs> Well, though, she was a woman that they tied to a stake and left that side and tied okay, her to yeah, a post. So, yeah, and now she's fine. Yeah, of course, because, you know, the, the super healing. Do you think he's going to hit? Oh. Whoa. Wow. He shot the weather vane. The weather vane blew up. <laughs> blew up real good. Code SCTV again. <laughs> blew it up real good. Celebrity fishing blocks blew up. What? He could be okay. He, he might be all right. It's, uh, you well, know. take out a slow motion so I could look for a bloody burnt course. <laughs> bits of his I, I didn't order extra crispy 
Sorry, all we have left is the extra crispy. And and the credits. That's all that's left there. Extra crispy credits. Oh, there's the uh, Greek chorus. No chorus. All right. Uh, perfect underscore timing is your uh, Twitter, Twitter handle. Twitter handle, yes. Sir. Anything you want to promote? Your big I've got absolutely nothing coming all right. up at all. Um, I will be uh, doing uh, the Lebowski live thing again in February, but that's oh right now. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. doing a Rocky Horror. If you see uh, Ira type of uh, Rocky Horror type show with Lebowski. Wow, really? At, that's at the, great. Yeah, that's what we did last, this past year uh, for Indie Fest, um, and it was pretty awesome, if I say so myself, which I did. Oh, now we're gonna get all the leftover three D credits. Facts, yeah. The, hey, folks. What the hell is that? It's a snake on a bottle. <laughs> a snake. They're just showing like the highlight reel of the three D effects. It's like these are the things we couldn't figure a way of putting into the plot at all. <laughs> hey, if you're interested, just don't watch this whole movie. Just go straight <laughs> to 124 and exactly 124. That was my uh, favorite scene. Remember that part? Yeah, I remember, remember that, that part. Remember that part too. I remember the rats <laughs> when they were coming at you. It's the clip show. It's the 3D clip show. It really is. They have well. They got a good. The end credits start off with the special effects people. Otherwise, you would not be watching this movie. Wow, they threw that one right out there. You know, Spielberg totally ripped that off from this. I swear. You know, the I'm, bat. I'm, I'm never gonna be. Why are those bats blue? The <laughs> special effects. <laughs> Yeah, this is where it finally shows its, uh, yeah. its Have you ever watched an old 3D movie with the glasses off? Uh, yeah, I have, I have. I know it, uh, you know, kind of got that, that, that double... Uh, Look. Yeah. That... You can barely see them sucking cock when they, when they take the glasses <laughs> off. Yeah, like now we're seeing the same scenes, but it's like the... It's In red. Black and white with, with color for the 3D effect. Maybe that's because it wasn't like artistic. It's just for the sake of 3D, they had to put everything in black and white uh, with some, some 3D elements. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe because it looks better with the blue and red glasses. We should ask Neil Kirk. Yeah, I guess yeah. we should. Let's look him up. Are they really shooting at the camera? Yeah, so I don't see any blood. So she shot and the noise frightened her and she fell. She just, she just yeah, that's all. She was like, and oh my God, what's that sound? He shot me in the back, but he didn't hit my back, so I don't have any spinal cord injury. <laughs> that guy jumps in from the window from outside end. It's the reverse bar fight. <laughs> I heard this is supposed to be. <laughs> this guy jumps into through a broken window. They they board up the window, and then someone jumps into it. Through the boards. Yeah, through the boards, man. This stuntman. I like to imagine these are all Hal Needham stuntmen. <laughs> This film loves these stuff, man. The, the movie fucking hasn't it's ended a, yet. It's a very strange psychedelic element to this film, that's for certain. It's, it's 1981. All this 60s psychedelic shit and spaghetti westerns should have been moribund by now. Yeah, you'd think. Oh, no. Grain. Bat hit me in the head. Batman. And, of course, the last bit with the piece of wood. He's going to stick uh, the vampires. <laughs> and, uh, and we slow We just down. saw this scene like five minutes ago. This really is just like a sum up of the entire film. Yeah, just to show the 3D highlight reel. Yeah. But this film, this final scene was just shown like 60 seconds ago anyway yeah, in the it's movie. Stern Co. 3D film. I wish you guys the best luck. And they did The Treasure of the Four Jewels was the next 3D movie these guys made. Wow. Wow. I bet I bet the, the Four Jewels take forever to get to the fourth one. And come in at ya, literally, 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 literally. It ends where it probably began. And the, the demons of hell. Uh, hang on one sec. So go ahead and... Uh, uh, I don't know. So that was a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, Did you learn neat. something? I, I feel like I learned a lot. You know, I learned something today. 
you know, when you have a cold, you should uh, really get up uh, as early as possible on a Sunday, and and come into the to the city and and uh, and, and do something weird with the movie. Well, I, I thank you so much, Ira, for coming by, and I hope to get you again. Yeah, sure. Uh, we do this all the time. Uh, we we uh, broadcast this live uh, here on MutinyRadio.fm on Sundays, two to four Pacific Standard Time, uh, and then. Uh, you just were on iTunes by the initials, so it's L W A F L M O Y T. So to go search that on YouTube. Naturally. Uh, so I'm going to play the music and get us out of here. Thank you so much, Ira. Thank you, audience members. Here's my friend Carl. Let's watch Listen to Muni Radio, Muni Radio FM, and we'll be back in one second.
to school Cause it's the best I-U-G-S-I-S Stay in school Cause it's the best I-U-G-S-I-S Stay in school Cause it's the best I-U-G-S-I-S Stay in school Cause it's the best Sucking on my titties like you wanna be calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind, it's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches, huh? What? Fuck the pain away. 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 Fuck the pain away, 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 fuck the pain away. Yeah, what was that? Massive attack. 
the album. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hello? Why is it so weird? Touch the button. There we go. It's on. Am I on? Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, it was turned off also earlier. So I had to turn it on, which I remember from last, last time. Week. So we know all the quirks of whoever fucks with the studio before we get here. Stab. Just just stab. <laughs> Just, just, just let us handle it. <laughs> hey, we should put a new, new sound. We sure should. We are the sounds from the street people. Usually, when I listen to the podcast, it's pretty. The ones that I do choose to listen to are pretty, you know, straight. I mean, there's nothing. That technically, it sounds perfect to me. Ooh. <laughs> That could technically be, that could be technically that could be because I'm listening to myself and you get turned <laughs> or to, on or to us yeah <laughs> but um, we haven't had an issue where we've had to upload it yeah that's true so that's the one good thing and I, I checked it yesterday every podcast that we've done since September of 2014 is on one link and then I have to find I should find the other one that has like the really old ones oh wow from like back in the day we should 2012 and shit Oh, yes. Got to find that one. one Party like it's 2012. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago. But, um... And party we did. <laughs> every night, man. Always out there. Always out on the prowl. We've had some, some, good, um, some good times, some bad times, some mediocre times. Some meh times. Some meh. <coughs> meh. But anyways, we're going to be having a guest later this evening. I almost said afternoon because the sun is still shining. Sun is shining strong. Uh, Shot in the Dark will be here, and they're local to the area, and they're going to do an acoustic performance for us, so that should be exciting. And... Let's see, the new story I had was uh, Prince, who, as everybody knows by now, he uh, was found in his elevator at Paisley Park last week, and um, just some new information has come out about what they're doing to move forward with his music and his um, his estate and um, the money that he has because um, technically he wasn't he wasn't married and he didn't have any um, I guess legal heirs if you want to put it in layman's terms so um, they found his musical vault <laughs> which was literally like behind a closed door so this should be an interesting story the vault at prince's paisley park home thought to contain at least 100 albums worth of unreleased material has been drilled open the bank style vault is said to have been a large room under the property containing shelves of prince's music so much that abc reports that prince's estate could put out an album a year for the coming century one day, someone will release them. I don't know that I'll get to release them, Prince told the view of his vault back in 2012. There's mm. just so many. The Bremer Trust have temporary authority over Prince's estate. He left no will, and it's not clear if or when the release of the music is likely to happen. Susan Rogers, Prince's former engineer, said in the report, we could put out more work in a month than most people could in a year or more. The cause of Prince's death on April 21st, meanwhile, is now the subject of a criminal investigation regarding 
a possible drug overdose. The development is the result of prescription drugs being found at the time of the musician's death. The Associated Press reports that an unnamed law enforcement official confirmed on Thursday that investigations were underway. The same individual also confirmed previous reports that Prince was found unconscious on a plane just a few days before his death. So that's kind of interesting. Um, no. I'm sure we'll be able to hear some of that music. Oh, yeah, for the, sure. In the future. And they've done that for other artists, too, I think. Uh, yeah, David Bowie is supposed to be releasing some uh, stuff mm-hmm. post, what do you call it, post-mortem? Yeah. Post-famously mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, posthumous. Yeah. That's, I think that's it. So, I guess <coughs> that's the way to do it if you want. I mean, I don't know if he meant for it to be released. Yeah. Prince, at least. He seemed, he was very, every everything in terms of how the music was released, he was very um, reserved about it. Or yeah. He seemed very conservative about how the music was getting out there. So. I heard this interview where this, you know, Wendy Williams, mm-hmm. she's talking about, because she was good friends with him, and she's talking, to, you know, I saw the interview where she's talking about him, obviously. I didn't really watch the show, but I, I was kind of yeah. interested because she's kind of an interesting character to watch and hear her talk about s- certain personalities right and she was saying like every time that he would call you it wouldn't be him it would be one of his representatives or his assistants or whatever <clears throat> and they would always text you like he wants to see you tonight at certain time mm-hmm. at certain place mm-hmm. but it would never you would never you would just automatically know is prince he is prince and whenever they would contact you, you knew you had to be there. And she said that whenever she would uh, go to one of his after parties, which mm-hmm. is most of the most of the events he invited people to were after parties after one of his shows, that he would tell her, like, tell everybody where to sit. Like, you sit here, you sit there, you know, like, everybody had an assigned seating. He was really particular about who's going to sit with who because he thought that it would just make better or, like, livelier conversation or a better time. And it was just kind of like, if he's like that about sitting arrangements <laughs> imagine how he is with his music arrangement you know so right. it's going to be really interesting to see how they're going to pile that up into an or how they're going to pile all those songs songs into an album if they're not already in an album i guess right so but i also heard a lot of talk about his assistant or his producer um making music videos like Full, like fully paid for, full, you know, um, full, uh, what do you call it? Just like full on music videos with like actors and stuff like that. And like a, like a full on project. Yeah. Like a movie. Yeah. A short movie or short film. Yeah. And, and then she's like thinking, oh great. You know, we did this music video and it's going to do really well. And then he would just put it in the vault and he's like, no, I'm not going to release it. I just, I'm going to put it right here. And like, so I really can't wait to see those because yeah. apparently he's been doing that since 1984. So, oh wow. Interesting. So we'll see. I wonder or he's he had the vault since 1984. Yeah. I wonder what he was saving it for. 
who knows? I don't think he even knows. Maybe he just wanted to have it. So he, he, was, he was very into his faith, and I feel like he would always say, like, I'm just going to leave it out to God. This is all for God, you know, mm-hmm. because he was like uh, Jehovah, oh, no. Jehovah's Witness. And, <clears throat> and, and one of the things Wendy was talking about was, like, no cursing. She's like, he hated when I curse. And she, he's like, well, don't curse, Wendy. You're too pretty to curse. Like, don't, you don't need to be cursing all the time. You know, like, why, why would you want to curse? You know? <laughs> so he was very, like, and I don't think people really, like, paid attention to that part of him. I mean, obviously, they paid attention to all the sexy parts of him and, like, obviously his, his great talent, but never his, like, um, he, you know, he wanted to study the Bible, his religious, like, his religious aspect. Yeah. Because I think in a way he, he wasn't hiding it, but in a way he didn't really want to, you know, I don't know. Like he, he, I think he had both separately yet. He thought he always thanked to God for his talents. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just interesting. He's an interesting character I or was not know that. Another <laughs> uh, news. I do have radio ahead in the it just came out today, uh, 14 hours ago. So it says right here uh, at a pitchfork. Radiohead fans receive mysterious Burn the Witch leaflets. The band known Know Where You Live, according to cards sent to the UK fans in the post. Oh my god, it's an actual leaflet. Um, Radiohead fans are on the lookout for signs of the band's forthcoming album following the announcement of a world tour and speculation around their registration of two new companies, Down Chorus LLP and Down Chorus L- uh, Limited. This morning, several UK fans received an eerie, mysterious update via post. Reports have emerged of leaflets reading, sign a song of sixpence that goes, burn the witch, we know where you live. With an embossed Radiohead logo, which is what I have tattooed on my left arm, uh, via Twitter and Reddit users who say they have previously made offers from the group, or I'm sorry, previously made orders from the group, Burn the Witch is the name of Radiohead's track thought to have originated around 2013. Three to 2005. Below you can hear two very brief snippets of the intro and check out the leaflets. Uh, Pitchfork has contacted the band's representatives for comment. You can read the 19 unreleased Radiohead songs that could be on their next album on the pitch. <coughs> and then this is the leaflet they got. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically... Are they talking about me again? They're... <laughs> I guess what they're trying to say is like they're always they're big on Big Brother like they're big on like conspiracies and stuff like that which Big Brother in London is not like a CCTV yeah it's not I've been doing that for a long time right so they're just saying like we know where you live like this is for you Burns Witch you know (laughs) Uh, they're trying to scare some of their fans I think it's awesome I I wish I kind of you know, was there for, I would gotten one of those in my mailbox, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ordered anything through their website though. I think I've tried ordering in rainbow, not in rainbows, uh, King of Limbs when it came out and, um, it was just, the site was down because it was the first, it was the release date and everything, everybody was trying to get mm-hmm. their hands on, um, because, you know, when they, f- they first release something, they're like, oh, there's special ones that have, like, signatures or, like, a stain or, you know, like, watermark. I don't know. And um, the website was just down, and I couldn't get 
through to buy my my little copy but um i did it was successful i was successful with in rainbows because it was free uh what year did that come out 2007 oh okay i think i remember that yeah so that one was or choose your own price yeah i remember when that came out so obviously i was still in high school so my price was a zero but uh eventually i did buy it at um uh, Virgin mm-hmm. Records or right, Records. Mm-hmm. Virgin. Virgin. Yeah. You were still around. Before they went out of business and became my Forever 21. <laughs> um, but I brought it up here when I was visiting because they were going out of business when I was visiting. And I was oh, like, really? and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is where I'm going to buy my shit. And I bought like. Back in the day. I think I bought Bjork's uh, Best of and the Smiths, the Best of the Smiths. And that, that CD I burnt to the ground. And. Um, I also bought Sigurus, and I bought a bunch of Radiohead that I was missing. Oh, good times. Good times. Let's just say, going back to San Diego on the airplane with all that shit, they, I got stopped <laughs> by the security. <laughs> like, what you got in there? TSA. Yeah, they were really worried because of CD-ROMs, and they're like, what? who buys these anymore? Oh, right, because I had literally, 2007, yeah. I literally just started using an iPod. Yeah. I had not converted when it came out, yeah. 2000, 2001. Yeah. I was totally against it. And then somebody gave theirs to me and I was like, what, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like the portability, portability, portability. Oh my God. Portability <laughs> mushrooms. Portability. Uh, of having the iPod. I did, I did like that because it's so tiny and you could put it in your pocket and that to me was attractive, but I could just never afford one. Yeah. They were pricey. But now, nobody gets shit now it's just there now it's like your phone and i was so against the iphone too i was like it's a phone a camera and an ipod all in one what if what? it breaks and i'm left with nothing you what know what the hell yeah but what the fuck? alas here we I, are yeah here we are codependency less than 10 years later <laughs> exactly that was part of his evil plan burn the witch <laughs> We're burning slowly, if you think about it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) We're witches, for sure. Every use. Yeah. Just get one step closer to death, people. That's what we do. That's what we do here at Mutiny Radio, in case you're just tuning in. (laughs) Bring you down. Um, So, uh, Glastonbury, the Glastonbury Festival lineup was just announced. This is from TheEnemy.com. Glastonbury Festival has announced more acts for its sprawling 2016 lineup, which is being headlined by none other than Adele, Muse, and Coldplay. I would have never guessed those three. Um, After recently posting the acts for the Dance Village, Silver Haze, the festival has now shared who we can expect to see at the Common. The festival describes the Common, which is located in the southeast corner of the site, as an entire late-night world that embodies the true spirit of the festival. Tribal temples and dark caves, incredible live music, ritualistic paint-throwing, tomato fights, a Celtic festival of the dead, and a jaw-dropping waterfall. That sounds where I want to be. Acts include a DJ set from the streets, Mike Skinner. I haven't heard of him in years. Poet Kate Tempest, sub-focus, and drum sound and bass line Smith. Yeah, I think they just posted this the other day. 
somebody else I know is playing this festival but I mean it's a pretty well known festival and they have some pretty uh, big names in attendance every year so if you want to find out more um, you can go to their official website glastonbury.com and then as also the enemy always has lots of information about any upcoming festivals over there oh the festival's other main headliners include Beck, Falls, LCD Sound System, Churches, James Blake, PJ Harvey, uh, ZZ Top, New Order, Disclosure, and Bring Me the Horizon, among many more. This will take place June 22nd through the 26th and is now completely sold out. So I guess it's kind of like their version of Coachella, I think, I'd say. Which festival is it Glass- Glastonbury. Well, for sure, yeah. yeah. It's the big one. Mm-hmm. I have Tom DeLong in the news. If you didn't know, Tom DeLong is from, was a former member of uh, Blink-182, which I kind of rekindled my love for in the last few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have released some new shit like yesterday so <coughs> I haven't listened to it yet so I'm not going to say anything uh, <laughs> me neither is say. Tom DeLong for real about this UFO stuff motherboard investigates it's not oh my god how long is this it's not that long okay <coughs> um well, that's my place. It's not every motherboard interviews a rock star, but it's also not every day a rock star releases a 700-page opus about aliens and UFOs and deep government conspiracy going back to the 1940s. Tom DeLonge, the former guitarist and co-lead singer of Blink-182, has a new act. It's called Secret Machines, and it's a massive project that includes books, films, music about UFO phenomena. The first installment, a novel called Chasing Shadows, co-written with author A.G. Hartley, A.J. Hartley, came out in on 9, April 5th. It's a rockling page turner about a skeptical journalist who runs a UFO debunking website, a Holocaust survivor, and a Harris whose, father's mis- whose father mysteriously dies, and a marine pilot who gets uh, re- recruited in a secret government technology project at Area 51. Somehow, their stories all intersect. Um, but the book is in pure fiction. DeLong says it's based on real events and sourced from DeLong's own research. For as long as I can remember, I have sought answers, he wrote in the foreword. Uh, the rock star has an R- a circle of 10 advisors helping him on this stuff, he says, and one of them is a high-level member of the Pentagon. Wow. (laughs) This Department of Defense advisor gave DeLong a go-ahead to take the story, the real story, to the masses on the condition that he introduced it bit by bit through fiction and nonfiction. DeLong has long been dipping in and out of the UFO conspiracy theory community. In 2011, he launched a website called Strange Times, which fizzled and has appeared multiple times on the cult hip paranormal talk show Coast to Coast. Oh, I've heard of that. We talked to DeLong about his beliefs, his project, and how Chasing Shadows came into his existence. We also dive into the weird and wonderful world of conspiracy theorists in the longest radio motherboard episode to date. Featuring Tom DeLong, motherboard editor and chief direct mead senior supervising come back producer uh chris o'coin managing editor adrian jeffries and reporter quiet jason <laughs> kovler and paranormal investigator dark journalists 
That's Big Brother telling you what to do through your fucking iPhone. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Speaking of conspiracies. <laughs> For real. That's interesting, though. I didn't know that he completely just went off the... So what it radar. seems like is he's he's not only... it's I mean... It's not really out of the radar because he is releasing, he's releasing a novel and he's releasing a movie. Okay. I mean, he went off the deep end. So yeah. No, that's it. Well, he's always believed in UFOs and there's a bunch of Lincoln 82 songs, mm-hmm. re- you know, Touching that. on that subject. Yeah. So, but it's just kind of like now he's like a little more serious where he actually has people who are like quote-unquote credible on in the area mm-hmm. with the government conspiracies and Pentagon and Area 51 and all that, but, I mean, I mean, it sells. I'm not going to lie. I I would probably read it because, to me, that's interesting. I mean, I don't, specific, I don't believe it, per se, but I think it's an interesting thing to read because conspiracies, even if you're like, now interesting to read it's an interesting read it's kind of like reading 1984 you know that was a good book yeah i enjoyed reading it i yeah. should read it again That's i have um, it if you want to borrow it i think i have it too 